All right, I just had a, uh, a uh, scene to come through and I'm cooking right now, but I don't want to lose it, so I'm going to keep talking. So the buzzword is um, all I saw was a knife. And what I'm doing right now is I'm standing in the kitchen cutting onions. And I'll explain that later. But at the exact time I had that thought, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about the knife and I wasn't thinking about cooking as I was having the thought. The thought happened first. And I was actually recalling a scene from back in, must have been 2017. Um, yeah, 2017, April, 2017, let's just leave it 2017. And the buzzword there is knife. And as I was reflecting upon that prior scene, as soon as I said it out loud, like all I, all I saw was a knife, I looked over in the kitchen and saw the knife that I was cutting with. But the two thoughts were connected by the object. They were connected by the object. And the reference in my mind is the, is the thing that, that changed the time reference. So the, the, the time changed in my mind, you know, it's like, you know, the, the, the object is the, almost like the wormhole that links those two points. And I'm going to do my best to explain that. So when I was um, just standing in the kitchen and I was, um, you know, kind of like recalling this whole trajectory of um, what I refer to as Freddie. <laughs> my friend Freddie, because um, as I was recalling, I was like, you know, it's, it's almost like him as a person is a point of reference to myself in terms of like a level of, of realness and depth, you know, in terms of living and living your life kind of like out loud and to the fullest in without any care or concern of how your life is perceived by any person around you like you're so confident in who you are that you don't give a f about what other people think about you and like I felt like it was that trajectory for me that I feel like well that's where I want to stay like I don't ever want to place myself in a position where I give a f about what other people think and that's kind of what, that's what I refer to as my baseline because I feel like I'm always striving to like remain at that place. Once you get there and then once you lose sight of that place of depth and realness, once you regain it again, you're like, uh-uh, I'm not losing this. No way. And you want to just, you want to maintain it as opposed to feeling like you're fighting your way back. You recognize like, okay, I've experienced what it feels like to be in that place of depth and realness. And now I've experienced losing it. And then now that I've regained that place of, of a realness and depth, I'm going to maintain it, you know, because you realize, no, I don't, I don't want to even place myself in a position of fighting, trying to reclaim it. I, I just want to stay right here. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just be right here. And then everything else will have to kind of like fall in line. Like whatever you attract beyond that point you feel is meant to be and it feels like okay well 
whatever remains after that, I'm fine with. And then whatever is gone after that, I'm okay with that too, because I'm no longer willing to live my life as an avatar. So anyway, so man, that made me recall like this big, like a big wave of emotion came over me after that. And I'll try to do my best to explain it. And I haven't revisited, revisited this place in a really long time. And, but I also realized it was like the core of my, the, and the weight of the experience. I mean, that's what anchored this experience. And so I'm going to try to go back there without getting too enmeshed in the emotion and details. So let me, and if I get lost, just remind me a knife. <laughs> Because that's, that's the object and the thing and the reference that draws these two stories together. So I don't want to get too tangential, but I know my friend Freddie will remember this because like he reminded me the other night, he has a memory like an elephant. So he remembers everything. And so I know that he will remember this, but the knife reference as between he and I is this. There was one night because we were hanging out together a lot. I mean, just like a really remarkable, beautiful, fun, I mean, crazy time. But we were hanging out one night and I remember him, you know, he's young, way younger than me. (laughs) So there's places within the city he would want to hang out with that I wouldn't even know about, you know, like cool, fun, hip places. And so there was one time that we were, you know, going to hang out somewhere and he mentioned going to this place. I don't, I'm not going to say the name of the street. I'm going to just say it. H Street, near that location. And, you know, I remember initially kind of like, you know, I mean, obviously that particular street is going to resonate with me for reasons that if it's not obvious yet, I'll explain maybe offline later. But so anyway... I want to say where do he he'll remember where we how close we got he'll he'll remember but I remember having like this internal dialogue with myself not even dialogue there was a flash that came to my mind I, I promise you that is the absolute truth it was a scene that came to mind a flash that came to my mind and I want to say that's the heading of this recording all I saw was a knife came to my mind. All I saw was a knife. And I remember thinking to myself, if I see them, I don't, I felt like all I saw was a knife. I mean, let's just put that, because I knew that that H Street location was close to where people lived. I knew that. So here's the beauty of what happened. I had the flash in my mind, that scene, all I saw was a knife. And then the thought came later. The thought was, I, I, could, I could sense danger. I could, I could sense something, something could happen that shouldn't happen. That's the sense I felt. I felt like, don't go there. If this happens, then this could happen. That's what it felt like. And, but that whole thought stream came after I saw the, the object in my head. The object I saw in my head, all I saw was a knife. And here's, again, the, the, the beautiful part about it. I said to my friend Freddie, he was driving. I said, and he will know, he will know exactly what I said. I am paraphrasing right now. I said, turn around. And I, I 
if I provided an explanation, it was a real brief one. It was almost nothing. All I said was turn around. And maybe I said something about certain people lived close by. I'll tell you what happened next. Without saying one word, he immediately turned the car around and started heading in the opposite direction. That's what he did. He didn't ask any questions. He didn't follow up. He didn't make a suggestion. He didn't do anything other than listen to me and turn the car around. And he will, be, he will remember this. I don't think I gave him an explanation. I don't. I think I said turn around. You know, and, and something he sensed, he sensed, he sensed what I was referring to. He sensed it and he turned around. I don't even think, I don't even know if he and I ever even talked about it after that. It was like, when you are a person who has been in a dangerous situation before, or if you're a person who has, you know, done things yourself in the heat of anger that you profoundly regret, you also realize that you can't allow yourself to cross the line even stepping towards the path of anger. It's like you, you, you have to be mindful that you're headed in that direction far, 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 far before you step into that space. So as soon as he said, let's go, you know, whatever place, H Street, it raised a thought in my mind. And we started heading in that direction. And then not too long thereafter, I said, turn around because I saw all I saw was a knife. So putting all that together, you know, so bringing it back to the present day is that I was actually standing there thinking in my mind about that scene in relation to something else, which I'll then explain. But the connecting thing is the fact that but the, the scene I saw was the knife, you know, and that's what connected those two. That's the wormhole, so to speak. And the wormhole is mental. The wormhole is like emotion based. It's feelings based. Um, but by connecting that emotion, it allows me basically to almost sense myself living in both of those times. All right. So that when I started thinking about that, that led me into an even deeper analysis. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. I think I might have to start this one on a different recording. I don't want this one. I don't want these recordings to get too long. But in the next recording, I'm going to explain the relevance of that H Street reference. Okay, thanks for listening.